You said clip. Somebody said we ain't Netflix and chilling. We chicken and dicking. <laughs> oh God, no, I haven't seen that. Like, we're, gonna, we're gonna go to Popeyes. We're gonna be chicken and dicking. I'm like this, these these old white women out here are just like what are y'all the doing? White women said that. Yes, I'm screaming. <laughs> oh, Take two, where you're the hottest takes on the latest news and gossip, and wherever the hell is on our minds. We're back. <laughs> Yay. So last week we had some technical difficulties. We actually came into the studio and filmed a full episode. Mm -hmm. A whole ass a episode. A whole ass episode. A good episode, too. Right. A really good episode. And then I got it back home, put that motherfucker into my uh, my computer, and it said it was corrupted, and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I cried a thousand tears. I cried a thousand tears. <laughs> <laughs> but this is also a different episode because this is our summer finale mm -hmm. of Take Two. Which, when I say summer finale, which means that we're going to take a couple months off because our July and August are going to be super busy. And I kind of got this idea from the friends on too because if you like something, you kind of take a break from it because when you come back to it, you're going to be super, super excited about it. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, this is our last episode of the, of the month, of the for the next two months, but we'll be back in September, in the fall. Oh, wait, I didn't ask you how you, how you are, girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um, I'm fine. I'm still, still here. here. <laughs> um, I've just been working um, a lot. This past weekend was pretty fun. I had a girls weekend with my homegirls so it was fun yeah it's been pretty chill same for me it was pretty chill i got with my friend davy yesterday i um, had a great weekend just gonna leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> just gonna leave it at okay. that okay <laughs> my business it's my business <laughs> uh but yeah uh yeah that's pretty much it so we're gonna hop into it came from twitter so have you seen anything on twitter recently um, there is this Instagram model, I guess you want to call her. Her name is Raven Tracy and she has a swim line called body and she like her whole market is like women's empowerment and women feeling good about their bodies, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that is beautiful. But she, she just got engaged to Ian Connor. If you are unaware of who Ian Connor is, he is a fashion icon is a very strong word. I will say fashion stylist <laughs> in the hip hop industry. Um, he also is a serial rapist. <laughs> so he's also been accused of sexual assault. 21 allegations. 21? 21. 2 1. My God. 2 1. 21 rape allegations. And I'm just like, does that does that not concern you? Exactly. Does that not, does that not concern anyone? So I just think it's rather ironic that, you know, her whole thing is like girl power <laughs> and she's to she's about to marry a man who has victimized so many women i'm just trying to yeah. understand it just makes me think like oh kind of like you know how kind of like sparkle was in um r kelly yes uh, like like that like, like oh, it that. won't happen to me yeah like it won't happen to me like i'm the exception or you just want to like 
you, you convince yourself that like he is not capable of doing something like that because you love him so much. I'm just like, girl, all right. Like, he has 21 out. 21. 21. That is a lot. And those are the only ones that have came forward. Oh. So I'm just like, I'm just, it just really bothers me how like, Men like him, just men, period, just get to thrive and continue to be successful after, like, just harming so many women. I just, uh, it makes me sick to my stomach. But I saw that and I was like, really? This is why I get so annoyed by how commodified feminism is becoming. Like, I go into Forever 21 and there's, like, tube tops with feminists on it. And I'm just like... Okay. <laughs> like, because I think people forget, like, feminism is a whole as ideology. Like, it's not just, you know, that's like me just calling myself a communist because I think everyone should, you know, I don't know, be able to live <laughs> in a house and, you know, not have to to be poor and shit. Like, I mean, like, come on. Like, it's like you said, not everything needs to be on a t-shirt. Not, not everything, everything needs to be on a t-shirt. But feminism is not cookie cutter girl power bullshit like it's not it's a fucking very serious as complex as ideology right. that requires reading <laughs> and studying and analyzing and also self-reflecting on your own behavior and your own um your own thought processes and clearly she hasn't done that as she's going to be with someone like him That's so, so... <sighs> the ghetto it's the worst you like you like something you're like oh it's cute and you're like oh god yeah because i've i've retweeted some of her swimwear before i thought it was cute i wasn't really buying the whole body thing because most of the girls who were like modeling it were like conventionally you know yeah. shaped and shit so i was like okay whatever it's cute but let's not <laughs> i was like i'm not really buying it so. yeah. i'm like yeah it's pretty shallow <laughs> yeah yeah okay anyways <laughs> take one the bet awards mm -hmm. okay um first, <laughs> first off i want to start with the carpet <laughs> i understand what they did with the carpet i understand uh, yeah. the mm -hmm. blue for sudan but did they not listen to Beyonce? Mm, like, she said that blue don't look good on black girls. It was weird because I saw the close-up of Justine Sky and I was like, oh, you look gorgeous. And then yeah. it went down to her feet. feet. I was like, it, I was was, like it, made her look, it made her look like she was ashy. Yeah, I know what you're trying to do. And I applaud you for the awareness. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. But actually, I watched bits and pieces of the, the I almost called it the EBT Awards. I'm so sorry. <laughs> let's not. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's, let's, not, let's not get dragged. <laughs> um, I did see a few performances. Lizzo came she and did. did what she had to do. She did that. I'm so proud of her. I am too. I'm really, really proud She's of her. She's doing a damn thing. Her performance of Truth Hurts was awesome. I enjoyed it. She was throwing ass. She was throwing all the While playing the flute. flute. Yes. <laughs> With her acrylics, she, I stand. She gave the best performance of the night. In my she opinion. did. She like did. she had a whole concept and a whole like a show. Because yes. I feel like that's sometimes missing in the BET Awards. I think sometimes people just we mostly just rappers show up and they just rap and, it's and like, then they go home. They go home. Yeah, for real. I will say that um, freaking track, <laughs> also known as Cardi B and Offset. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Their the performance was actually really dope. Mm -hmm. Like Offset actually like hit some choreo and he was actually like pop locking like <laughs> i forgot like there was a clip that was roll that was uh, uh surfacing around uh social media of offset before he like got famous famous mm -hmm. of him like actually dancing and i forgot he can actually dance yeah. <laughs> like he legitimately like 
knows how to dance like but yeah it was actually kind of cool and it made me realize how like that's like the bare minimum for women mm-hmm. like to, to to dance like you know how many female rappers can just get on stage and just rap and that be it like they have to come with a whole like they come with choreography like a whole like production and men can just get because right, i don't know i just i was thinking about like SZA. like people were criticizing SZA at one point for just not being glammed up mm-hmm. like she usually performs in like sweats and stuff and they're like what like mm-hmm. <laughs> like what what are you doing and when you think about it like men that's what men do all the time mm-hmm. like, like little wayne all the time. Not, little, little wayne's got on got on stage with literally panting off his ass yes his dreads flapping in the wind right and sweating <laughs> the and one dread that one dread just <laughs> taking off of your life and, yeah, yeah and it's fine but it's like lizzo had to come with a full performance yeah to make, make a statement also, sending some love to Sizzle. Her grandmother passed. Yeah, I saw. I, know, it made, I listened to Garden. It made me cry even harder. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, oh, that's too God. much. Because Garden makes you cry already. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. So, uh, so sending you some love, Sizzle. R.I.P. Grandma Sizzle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, BT Awards, it was actually, it's usually a, a clusterfuck. <laughs> but it yes, wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I, I, there was one moment that <laughs> made me kind of go like, mm. What that comment about? Um, you were all Africans before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah. glad. Look, can we please talk please, about let's it? Let's talk about that too. Because, yeah. um, I mean, <laughs> I was like, mm. I didn't say nothing on Twitter because I was like, I don't feel like starting a whole diaspora oh, war. I came this close. <laughs> like, but when I saw that, I was like, I could not help but roll my eyes because I'm just like, of course we know that. Our ancestors were African. Duh. Duh. But it's also kind of like whenever black Americans in particular try to reconnect with our our, our West African roots, we get made fun of yeah. and we get mocked. <laughs> it's almost like we have to remind the rest of the diaspora, like, you do know yeah. <laughs> that our ancestors were African and you were not these, like, far-removed uh, cousins that are like over yonder like we're not white Americans like sometimes they like to try to like group us all together and yeah so when I heard the comment it just kind of made me like romance because I'm just like yeah I know that but can y'all would you, I mean can you tell the rest of everyone that <laughs> can you tell can you tell other Africans that yeah because <laughs> I don't think they understand that exactly because it's like when it, it just made me kind of go like um you're saying that but y'all are the ones who are not yeah <laughs> so it's right. like so it's like I completely saw that and just really was like hm, I'm playing my video games right, like <laughs> yeah they made fun of us for Kwanzaa yep. saying that's made up and shit as if like as if uh, all hard holidays aren't made up anyways Absolutely. and then they made fun of us about Black Panther mm-hmm. and we're like they like exaggerated how much we say Wakanda forever like I just get really frustrated when you know one minute it's like why don't y'all, you know, recognize and accept that you're African? And the next minute, it's like, okay, you're American, and stick over there, <laughs> stay over there. Da, 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 da. Like, I, I saw a conversation <laughs> under that clip on Twitter, and that's something I guess I should have probably brought up when it came in from Twitter. But someone was like, "Yeah, y'all are say that, but you call us call us a kata. And they were like, and then the Nigerian was Ooh! like, Nigerian was like, "No, it means something like." It's a it's a nice term. And they're like, no, was, the fuck, it's no, not. Everyone was like, you're lying. <laughs> fuck all y'all. No, it's not. Someone literally just posted a definition right in front of them. Like, you're calling me a stray cat. <laughs> I'm like, literally, I. 
Oh, you're calling me a Bruh, I just, I really want to fight. Like, I want to fight every time they're like, oh, it's not a bad thing. What is positive about being called a fucking lost cat? Can someone please break it down for me? And, and the <laughs> is, when we try to find our home, <laughs> right. you, 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 they criticize us. They, right. they, they, they push us out of it. So, so what like, do you want? <laughs> what, what the hell? Mean? Like, the fuck? I cannot. That Akata shit be rough. That, no, that, that shit be rough. Because I'm got, just like, first I, of all, anytime I see it, it's used in a negative way. It is, always. Always. I've always. never seen it used in a neutral or positive way. Absolutely. And then even if you're using it in a neutral or positive way, I'm not a fucking lost cat. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, oh, did you see a tweet somebody was like, they said African Americans need to go home. Every black person was like, "We are home." <laughs> fuck yes. I'm just like, you realize you just said Americans after that, which means we're home. Like, like, so like, I remember this other time, this girl was like, "African Americans want to be American so bad," and I quoted her. I was like, "You do know that we are literally American, right? We like, were literally born here." <laughs> did you Did you know that the American thing on the end of our title is like, if there's a reason it's yeah. there, right? Did you know that? <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not. We're not just black, but we're also American. Like, we were literally born born in America. I am literally American. They don't understand. It's like, they're just like, oh, we got scooped up off the slurs. I'm like, what the fuck? I was born here. My my ancestors were born here. What did we come from? The soil? (laughs) My God. Like, what the fuck? She literally was like, they want to be American so bad. I'm like, like, we literally uh, are American. What do you mean, want to be? I'm just like, <laughs> like what? Come what are you talking about? I, oh my god, uh, we gotta do another diaspora war episode. <laughs> yeah, First episode, so we come back. Diaspora wars. <laughs> but no, the BET awards were good. I'm, Fantasia looked the fuck Fantasia good. Fantasia did that. I she like, looks she so, so good. good. I'm so happy for her. I know. She so She's come a long way. Oh, I saw like Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus perform. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, he was adorable. <laughs> he is, I'm actually starting to like Old Town Road. I actually, yeah, I had a girl on me. I was it, like, it, it kind of fucking slaps. <laughs> I was like, when I first heard it, I was looking at everybody's reaction. I was like, as long as y'all are happy, I guess. But <laughs> I heard my cousin playing, and I was like, "What are you playing?" He's like, "I'm playing Old Town Road." I'm like, "Oh, why am I jiving to it?" <laughs> I was. It's like, you know, it's a, it's a little bop. But you know, I thought it was a cute performance. The BET Awards were not bad. Rico oh, nasty. Ha- Fucked it up in, that, in her outfit. Oh, her yeah, outfit she did. Gorgeous. With her Fenty shades. I know. I was like, yes, yes, Rico. How did you feel about Tyler Perry's speech? <laughs> um, <laughs> let's continue. <laughs> I just, okay. Um, the thing about Tyler Perry, I, I'm, I have a very mixed emotions about him. Yeah. Because it's like, yes, he does make black films and he does employ a lot of black people. Mm-hmm. But his films are not good, and they're also yeah. very um, stereotypical. Like, stereotypical, and kind of paint us in very stereotypical bad, not not, not the most positive mm-hmm. lights. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and they were just like, "Well, give him his flowers, give him his flowers." I'm like, I'm gonna maybe give you a rosebud. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'll well, give you a stem. I'll give you a stem. There we go. A stem. <laughs> because it's like, yes, he's doing good things, but he's like not doing. He's not really pushing the boundaries. He's not. He's not. No. He's not. He's not like a John Singleton. He's not. Yeah, like no. A, he's not like that. I mean, an Ava. An Ava, yes. Right. Don't call her auntie, but she's an Ava. <laughs> right, don't call her auntie. But, but no, the, I mean, I know Taraji went up there and uh, uh, presented it to him. And I mean, uh, it was just, there's these moments that happen to be towards so I'm just kind of like, mm. I always have those moments where it's like, eh, mm-hmm. like it's like they kind of get it. And then they kind of They kind of just lose it. They kind of yeah. lose it. I was really, I felt a way about um, the fact that they didn't invite Pose the cast i didn't even realize that i didn't yeah. even think about that like the mm. black 
black awards have really fumbled the ball when it came to Pose. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Pose is like arguably one of the biggest shows out right mm-hmm. now, and it is predominantly black brown cast. Mm-hmm. And like, you mean to tell me you didn't invite none of them? Not one. Not one. And people were like, well, maybe they did invite them. And they sh- didn't show up. The same thing happened when the NAACP awards. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't there. And I'm I'm assuming it's because they weren't invited. <laughs> I I believe. I- Feel like they weren't invited because I just saw yeah. I saw a um a uh, interview about on Essence Angelica Ross retweeted it and when she was talking about visibility and, and mm-hmm. showing up and when you show up to these award shows you speak about these issues and I would think that India Moore Angelica Ross uh, Dominique Jackson and MJ Rodriguez would have shown up there and yeah. spoke about their experience oh they absolutely would show I'm I'm pretty sure they would have shown up and I'm just uh, it's just especially because um. Uh, India Moore is going to be in Lena Waithe's uh, new film. Right. So it would have made sense to invite her. I, I mean, I'm sorry, not her. They invite them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I felt a way about that. And also, too, I think someone brought that up, too. Uh, they were like, this is June. Mm-hmm. There was no mention of Pride. No yeah, no. LGBT. Nothing. And it's like, and it, it, it's, Literally it's, nothing. It's indicative of how cishet black culture doesn't pay attention to us. Yeah. Like, was there any black gay people there? But probably besides Selena Wade. I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. it. Yeah, like, like, ugh, it's so gross. And then they had Dan Rue, that dancing ass, racist white boy there. And someone was like, this is symbolic Mm -hmm. of how the black community, how black cishet people will be so welcoming towards white people or non-black people who don't give a fuck about us and who are racist and anti-black. But we'll sit here and try to pretend that black LGBT people don't exist and won't welcome them with these same open arms. Like, you will invite the white boy who says nigga to the cookout, but you ain't going to invite your black gay cousin. Like, someone make it make sense. (laughs) Black first, my ass. This is exactly why that black first shit is bullshit. BT needs to do better. I thought they were doing a bit better, but they have a long, long, long way to go. Mm-hmm. A long way to go. Absolutely. The only thing I think that they do really, really well is Black Girls Rock. That's, yeah, that's, that's the only thing that, that's they, that they knock out. <laughs> and that's it. That's pretty <laughs> it. BT do better, child. But I mean, the war show was okay. But I mean, hey, I mean, I fell asleep on halfway through. So yeah, fucking this shit was long. It's so long. It's always like five hours long. It's like a church, a black church service. I'm like, okay. It, it always starts. Wrap late. it up. It always starts late. <laughs> yes. It always ends so, super late. Yes. There's always mess ups in the in the in the red carpets, and I'm like, oh my god. And I'm like, or the blue carpets or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Jesus Christ. Take two. We're gonna go back to Megan the Stallion mm-hmm. and how people are just coming for her, and it just and it just irks my nerves. Yeah, so much because mm-hmm. she really does just mind her business. Yes, she really just minds. She her business. just minds her business and does what she does, mm-hmm. and I don't understand why people have to find a reason to hate on her. Yeah, calling her ugly, I'm like, where, where? Right. If, if she's ugly, then child, ch- I don't want to know what y'all think I look like. <laughs> you know, and the thing is, if you don't find her attractive, you know what you can do? Shut your fucking mouth and not right. say anything. Right. Like, um, it's like this it is weird thing where when a black woman is being like praised a lot it's like someone has to come out the woodworks and try to like humble her in a way like right. they have to find something like they do it to beyonce they do it to rihanna like it just it's like a repetitive thing and they're doing it to megan um and it's always it's almost always a black man doing it like, I've, I've only seen black men like quoting a picture and be like she's not cute and i'm like she wouldn't even spit at you <laughs> she right wouldn't at she you. wouldn't even look at your direction and i've seen so many men comment on her nose 
like saying that her nose is shaped weird and that she's hitting the face because of her nose. And I'm just like, now y'all are the same niggas who will make, who will comment on Lil' Kim's pictures and be like, why does she do this to herself? Why does she do this to herself? Da -da -da -da. Talking about her like facial surgery right. and stuff. And I'm just like, y'all can't, you, you can't, you cannot pick apart women's looks and then act surprised right. <laughs> when women go underneath the knife like you can't do that you cannot sit here and you know make fun of women for how we are naturally made and then want to ostracize us and patronize us when we go and get surgery done because god forbid megan does internalize the shit that people have been saying and she does get surgery i can already see her right now she didn't even do anything because she was already perfect <laughs> like Oh my god! Like she can't win for losing, and she's just literally yeah. just she just raps. She minds her business, and like I said, right. you got people who are trying to pit her against other people. Like she said, like you said earlier, where she didn't mention Nicki Minaj in her top five like female MCs, and it's yeah. like she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to. <laughs> Nicki Minaj stands are so they're a plague. Yeah. Like like I just ugh. <laughs> they they're so entitled. Like just because. You know, Megan Megan has explicitly said that she loves Nicki Minaj yeah. and that she listens to her music, that she wants to collaborate. But that doesn't necessarily mean she's her top five. Exactly. Like, there are rappers that I listen to that I, I really like their music, but that does not mean that they're my favorite. Like, if I had to narrow it down, that does not mean that they're my favorite favorite. Right. And so... I mean, Megan can still like Nikki, but not consider her her top five. And she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to at all. And they were trying to twist it and say, like, oh, you know, all these female rappers want to, like, talk about how they love Nikki until she don't pay attention to him. And now all of a sudden they want to switch up. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, she has paid attention to her. <laughs> yeah, she literally <laughs> followed her. Like, yeah. So, I mean, on IG. So, I mean... I just, uh, ugh, I just, uh, her fans are so annoying. It's like, so it's like, just go stream Megatron. <laughs> just go stream yeah, Megatron. Yeah, don't you have something to go stream? Go stream it's not even you already didn't buy her concert tickets. Like, true. good lord, please don't fumble the ball don't with her single. Don't, give, give Nikki her stuff. She's been, she's been kind of quiet now. So I'm, I'm gonna let her be. I'm gonna let her rock. Well, no, but she married that sex offender. So, <sighs> oh my god, I was just trying. I was just trying. To, I was trying to be say something positive. I was trying to be like, maybe well, Nikki's mm. calming down. No, you're marrying a sex offender who. Well, Oh. Yep, she did it. She did it. Child to get Onika, get it together. Onika, get it together. Why are you? Okay, but it's not about you, Onika. It's about our girl, Megan. It's about right. the stallion. It's <laughs> about just, the horse. It's about the horse. I swear, <laughs> it's just like, leave her alone. And even, even, they're even coming for her style, too. And it's like, I yeah. fucking love her style. I like that's different. Mm -hmm. I like that is much more like she shows off her body. I like that. I, like, I actually like her outfit at the BET Awards. It's very Queen of the Day. I'm not going to lie. Megan style does stress me out sometimes. <laughs> you know, I know. You know, I, her style does kind of stress me out just a little bit. I mean, she's, she sometimes dressed like a, a wrestler a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> someone pointed that out, and I was like, well, <laughs> I don't think Megan has to look a certain way or she has to dress a certain way. I mean, if someone's to ask me <laughs> yeah. how you feel about her style, I'd be like, oh, well, it's not my favorite, but, you know, she likes it. She loves it. I, I love it. You know, like, I don't know. I also, I feel like her stylist, like, he said that the reason why he dresses her the way that he does is because he doesn't have the budget that he wish he had to dress her. Um, I don't really think that's an excuse <laughs> because you can still dress someone within a budget and still make it look good. <laughs> and um, a lot of sometimes the stuff that she wears is ill fitting. Like the she wore something to the Pretty Little Thing uh, uh, event or something, and the top like was like pressing into yeah. her boobs and i'm like they're not wrong with showing off her body but it's like when it gets to the point where stuff is like it just 
you know, yeah, it's, it's just like spilling out. It's like yeah, it's, it's like ah, then it doesn't become flattering. It does. It's just kind of like oh, and it's like so, you can show yeah. off your body. You just gotta make it. You just gotta be fitted. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, I I don't think there's anything wrong with people like mentioning that they're not that much of a fan of her style. But I think what's annoying is that people like it got blew, blown out of proportion. Like people like, it's like one person said it and now everybody's like, oh, yeah, her style, she needs a stylist. Da, 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 da. Uh, you shop at City Trends, like have a seat. <laughs> have a seat. <laughs> you you, you and, wear emoji pants. Have oh my God. Please. <laughs> and at the end of the day, if she likes how she dresses, she likes how she dresses. She don't got to change how she dresses she at all. No matter how I feel or how you feel, like she don't have to change how she dresses and people need to find something else. I was just like, it's so crazy how when a, a female MC becomes popular, she gets torn apart whereas yeah, a male M- as a male MC gets popular he gets tons of fans he gets like, look it's, at, it's strictly about his music it's strictly about look look at X, 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 X whatever his fucking name is yeah like that nigga had a he full on almost killed a woman and like I mean <laughs> people didn't give a fuck like they still fuck with his music they're like the music though the music yeah all of a sudden we can separate the artist from the art when it comes to niggas who like to beat women <laughs> megan is basically she's out here talking about how to save the earth she's, right. out, here talk, she's, out, she's out here talking about really really dope things and just yeah. mounting her business and her nose is this her outfit sucks i don't like her like this she's doing this and it's like leave her the fuck alone i want you i want you got the guys to give the same energy to, to the niggas out here because they mm-hmm. deserve it much more it's almost like the whole separating the artist from the art thing is only it's, it seems like it only pertains to men. Mm-hmm. Like, I rarely see that with women. You know what I, I mean? Never, I, I've never seen it with a woman. Before. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen it. I guess because most uh, cause niggas are trash. So. But still, I think I think there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even with SZA, like, we were coming for her for not dressing up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, for, like, niggas have the, 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 the privilege of it just being about their music. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for women like it is not like that mm-hmm. like it always becomes like something else you know even with women like rhapsody who is like you know on the modest side <laughs> of female rap or whatever like when niggas bring her up is never is rarely ever actually about her music it's about trying to use her to shame other like you know explicitly sexual rappers like megan or the city girls and just like rhapsody I don't agree with her politics sometimes, but she's actually talented and she deserves better than, you know, being brought up as a tool to like shame other women. I do say that a lot, even like something like Lake Haley, Lake Haley 47, where she's actually completely like obscured her, her, her whole, her whole face. Yeah. Where she's like, you're going to focus on my music. And she shouldn't yeah. have to do that. Yeah. She shouldn't have to do that. She should be able to be show. I mean, that, that's part of her aesthetic. Or of even course. like Billie Eilish, like yes. how she, she's only like 17 that, and she uh, feels the need to have to like cover her body so that people literally just focus on her music and the like literally the millisecond that she shows herself in a tank top men zoom in on her on her like body and make all these like, inappropriate she comments is a child she's literally a she's a teenager she's a child like st- oh my god like I also feel bad because i like her i, I, I listened to her album and i kind of loved it I ain't gonna lie, I kind of listened to her music too, okay, and I was like, all right. Okay, it slaps. I'm, I'm gonna need you to stop hanging out I with know. niggas who beat women, but <laughs> bad guy. she might have some bobs. <laughs> bad, bad guy slaps. <laughs> <laughs> On our final take, Le Lion King. Ah, so good, y'all. I don't know. The f- trailer came out and it's coming out soon i think it's coming out within less than a month now Mm because it drops two days from my birthday but yes i saw the trailer i saw oh my god that that song beyonce and donald glover i heard her voice and i was like oh my god 
<laughs> She's actually in the movie. Oh, I got emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was like, yes! Shut up, Donald Glover, yes! <laughs> someone, someone had posted a picture of, you know, the Michael Jackson when he was in the studio mm-hmm. recording We Are the World. And remember that part where them two, I don't know, the two it's white series. Yeah. yeah, they said it. They started singing. He looked at them like, the fuck? Someone was like, Beyonce, her <laughs> 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 Donald Glover were in the studio recording um I was about to say, can you make love? Uh, <laughs> can you feel love? <laughs> That's an adult, I was like, yeah. wait a minute. That's, that is a different type of lying. That's lying, Kang. Kang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I actually did not like Donald Glover's voice on it. That's not me coming as a Beyonce fan. It's just like... Their Don- voices sound weird together. It doesn't mesh yeah. well together because Donald's doesn't mesh well with Beyonce's because no, his voice is completely different. Yeah, he it's not like he, can't, he can harmonize. I don't, I don't think he can really sing. He can harmonize. He can hold a tune. He can hold a tune. Yeah, Beyonce can literally. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's kind of it's like a mom singing with her son. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> it, it, it was Sarabi singing with Simba. <laughs> yeah, like it just it sounded weird. I was just like, uh, I, was like I don't know how I feel about this, and that's how I kind of felt when I heard that. Donald Glover was playing Simba. I was like, "How is him and Beyonce's voice going to work?" Because because his voice is higher pitched, and yeah, voice, she, Beyonce has a deep voice. She does. She so has a very mature voice. So it's like it's going to sound weird. Like, yeah, it's sound weird. Because I would think almost maybe a maybe somebody who had the deeper voice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, uh, I mean, I thought he would make a good Simba. Who would have made a better Simba? I'm trying to think. Who would sound good with Beyonce? Who could sing with Beyonce? Oh uh, yeah, Luke James. Luke James would make a good yeah. Luke James would make a, yeah, Luke James. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beyonce has Luke James, too. Yeah, she does. She mm-hmm. does. Love her some Luke okay, James. Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, been. Can you make sex? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, child. Hmm. Ooh, that that's a, that's a beautiful man. That was a no, he would have been. He would have been a good Simba, been, and they would have sounded better I together. Think Donald yeah. Glover made a good teenage Simba. Yeah. He makes a good teenage. Because he has a very, like, teenage like young voice a youthful voice yeah this is uh, i don't know i'm just i'm not I've, i really don't give one fuck about him i just <laughs> I, mean, I just love lion king james Earl jones beyonce my faves like my yeah, faves. I'm, I'm, like, I'm just like simba okay yes yeah, yeah you're a cute girl could have brought J- uh, jtt back <laughs> i mean i don't care <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't give a fuck jason weaver or whoever but like i mean but beyonce beyonce <laughs> i'm surprised blue up and cut his mic off <laughs> <laughs> like uh, donald yes okay you did a good job She's yeah like, I cannot. No, just, just leave. Just you know, Beyonce probably be laughing like hell to our Blue Ivy jokes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tina does. That's- she's literally like, she's posted, she reposted them. Like, you know, they be, they be weak. They said they call her Be Blue and her two assistants. Yeah. <laughs> she reposted that. You know, her and Beyonce probably be weak at this shit. Oh, you know, Solange's the one be trolling them. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Solange <laughs> probably be sending them to Beyonce, like, girl. <laughs> like, get your daughter. <laughs> she called you an assistant. And Blue was like, yeah. What Blue me? is literally like mini Solange. Loki though. She, <laughs> I know she can whoop somebody's ass. I, I know, know she can fight. I don't know why. I'm not trying to like age up a young girl because I love that little girl for everything. She be putting people in their place. You can tell. She, she put she put a whole Camilla Cabello in her place. <laughs> she said, this is my show. She told her mama, you need to sit your ass down. <laughs> she said, uh, sit that shit down. Sit that shit. You giving her a Fuck. lot. Of, she gave her three claps. It was like, <laughs> that's enough. I'm mad that the girl on. actually got offended by Blue Ivy doing it. I'm like, she's a child. Oh. You weirdo. <laughs> Oh, she's a fucking toddler. She's like tearing up. <laughs> Power. Power. Fucking go off, Blue. <laughs> I love that. Power we- this has. The impact <laughs> this has. We're going to move into our hot take of the week, which is Twitter conversations that get on our fucking nerves. Mm-hmm. Mm. That we're tired of seeing. 
over and over and over and over again. Put them in the trash. Put them in the trash. Burn it. And then put it. Don't put it in the ocean. Don't yeah. put it in the ocean. No, don't, no, don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. Megan Stallion was trying to help us clean All right. the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> put, put it in Donald Trump's. <laughs> right. Yeah, put it in his room put, somewhere. Put it, put it somewhere in there. Do what you Put oh, it in God. Put him in it. Put him in it. <laughs> him. Kodak. All, 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 the, all the horrible people. All just, of them. Put them in there. Put what? like 70% of America and then just sell them <laughs> off like thank god Ooh, we'll be okay <laughs> but Twitter conversations that we are tired of having T.I. Red what is yours your first one find out say um my first one is uh, <laughs> it's just about gender roles period one argument I'm so tired of seeing is the whole fixing the plate mm. um, fixing your man's plate argument like I oh my god I feel like fixing a man's plate is like a black community um, gender role like I don't hear any other communities mm. ha- like fixate on this like yeah. everyone just makes their own plate like a normal human being um, <laughs> but in the black community it's like expected that <laughs> a woman has to make her man's plate as a sign of whatever the fuck submission or respect or whoever and i do not agree with that i feel like if you are an able-bodied man you got two hands you got two feet and you're hungry you need to get your ass up and make your own fucking plate because i'm not your servant absolutely and um yeah (laughs) so of course like this conversation happens like every like cookout season like i'm surprised i haven't seen it yet oh it's not gonna it's coming if it's not coming, oh i know it's coming if it's not coming july 4th it's definitely <laughs> thanksgiving my god it's coming because i think it's so funny because um there's some women who feel so passionate about it that they'll be like well bitch if you're not gonna make your man a plate i'm gonna make a plate for him and i'm just like okay bitch well make mine too <laughs> no. and add some yams to that <laughs> collard greens please make sure that you got the hot sauce too since you feel so passionate oh. about it <laughs> but on god i'm I'm so tired of seeing it and i'm also tired of seeing like um the questions about would you consider this a date like oh my just mm. just just just, oh, just shut up like <laughs> niggas like because that question is really just to like make women feel bad about not wanting the bare minimum like niggas really be like would you consider sitting in the car and eating a taco bell a date no no the fuck i do not like that's not a fucking no, date it's no, hanging out no, no, that's my lunch break <laughs> like, <laughs> like, right we could do that after oh, the date yeah. but um as the date no that's not happening and like they'll be like oh y'all not grateful and y'all are gold diggers and because like, yeah, i don't want a crunch wrap supreme <laughs> i don't i want to be wine and dined take me to at least take me to fucking cheesecake factory i'm fucking Damn. saying i mean applebee's well don't take me there <laughs> maybe oh charlie's <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> be some you know the rolls be slapping yeah maybe some be busted. A exactly a little a little sea biscuit not sea biscuit what <laughs> <laughs> Cheddar, cheddar bay biscuits, yeah, there we go. Biscuits. There we go. Like, I just, it'd be killing me when I, I, I'm just like, is there a way that I can just block this phrase, like, in all forms? Girl, listen, if you think that sitting in the back of a man's car, eating a Crunchwrap, a Crunchwrap Supreme with a Baja Blast is a date, knock yourself out. Yeah. But as for me, myself, and I, mm-hmm. in this household, a date is where you take me out. <laughs> on your dime <laughs> and 
And it's not going to be in the back of anybody's car. So, Mm-mm. no, sir. Nothing. It's not, not happening. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I am too. And I'll pay you back off of that too. Because uh, there's definitely gender roles in terms of like heterosexual relationships and heterosexual interactions. But you would be like, well, is that, does that exist in the gay community? Yes, it fucking does. And it's so weird. That's so interesting. It's just so weird because it's like, <laughs> you do know, do you realize we're both two men <laughs> we're two niggas and the thing is too, it's like <laughs> you're two absolute niggas it's like i mean i'm like i'm like i'm, I'm like because i mean you, that doesn't mean that you can't be feminine because like personally i date more fe- i tend to have dated more feminine guys mm-hmm. and they do tend to kind of like it's weird because i guess they kind of follow that archaic um antiquated generals where they mm-hmm. kind of just fall back and be a little bit some more submissive but they don't realize that i'm also someone who's very go with the flow and chill so it's like mm-hmm. you can kind of like do more like i like taking the rain but you can also take the rain too. I'm not, it's not all about, I'm, it's not, I don't want a partner who submits to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want it to be a compromise. I want us to work together. Yeah. So it's like, it, you shouldn't want a partner who just literally submits to you. Like, you're not going to grow. Right. You're what the gonna, hell does that even mean it, anyway? It's just like, you, you. do you want a a girlfriend or a boyfriend or do you want like a pet? Like, yeah. That's, that just seems, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's weird because it's, it's perpetuated on both ends, on both in terms of femininity and on and masculinity. A lot of masculine guys are just like, oh, that shit's gay or I'm like, nigga, you're, you're, you are gay. You, you realize that. Like, oh, I'll never do this. I'll never do that. I'll never do this. I'll never take a dick up my ass. I'll never do this. And I'm like, you, that doesn't stop you from being a homosexual male. <laughs> Because you want to take a dick up your ass doesn't mean that you putting a dick in another man's ass doesn't make you not gay. You still, you still one of us. You still one. You ain't less gay. That is hilarious. It is, tr- it is so baffling. It's like when you have them guys who are just like, I don't want my man to take dick, and it's like that doesn't make him more masculine. That is hilarious. It doesn't make him more masculine. <laughs> like and the thing is, if it's just for you, if, you, if there's guys, there's some guys out there who don't like their dick play with. That's okay if that's for you, but it's like you should never push down on other people. We got to kind of let go of these arch- archaic gender roles because they literally are just putting us into boxes. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're stifling us so much. If that, if you are just naturally masculine or naturally feminine, that's fine. That's no yeah. problem with that, too. But just keep it for yourself. You can't tell me how to act as a man. My masculinity is my masculinity. My femininity is my femininity. And it mm-hmm. exists within myself. So just if you people can just learn that <laughs> your masculinity yeah. is yours yeah. and no one can take that away from you or change it or do anything to hurt it, They'll be all okay. That's it. But good lord, whew! I'm a, I have a headache. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that gave me. I felt that. That made my ass itch. <laughs> <laughs> my next conversation. I'm tired of having the general black man versus black woman arguments mm-hmm. that happen on Twitter. Um, and the reason why I'm tired of them is because they don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's on black men's part. Like. You know, black women, like, most of the time, we're bringing up very valid shit. Like, hey, you know, could you, perhaps, if you could find it in your schedule somewhere, pencil it in, to unlearn your misogyny so that, you know, we can have a better relationship, but that's okay with you. I mean, I don't want to impose. (laughs) I don't want to impose on your, you know, what you got going on over there. But what you got going on over there is, like, affecting me and, like, killing me. So if you could stop doing that, that'd be great. (laughs) It's like, like, hey, can you, like, stop murdering us? (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, but that ass is how black women be. We're like, hi, love you, but could you please stop murdering us if that's okay? Okay, that would be just, that would be so delightful. I mean, I'm not asking. I hope this is not asking for a lot, a lot. but you know. I, and I, while you're while we're here, can you also stop calling me a bitch? Is yes. that okay? Yes. <laughs> stop stop catcalling and sexually assaulting can you us. Stop sexually harassing. Me, if that's okay with I, you. I, would, I just want to live a long life. <laughs> <laughs> just 
I just I I just want us to coexist. Exactly. If that's all right with you, um, Mr. Black Man. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Mr. Nigger. <laughs> I mean, like seriously, like black women be bringing up valid shit, and then like black men will swoop in and be like, "Oh, you old raggedy bitch." <laughs> like yeah, black women be like, "What? Like how did we get here? Like how did we get here? Like I remember the first time like I really like got a like got hit with the whole like black man versus black women thing mm-hmm. it was when i like simply said i was like why don't black men support black women like black women support black men and you know instead of like civilly uh, disagreeing with me i mean you can disagree you're so wrong but like yeah. niggas came in my mention was like shut up bitch like legit i'm not i'm not even playing with you like legitimately like this was like you you a dumbass bitch Da-da-da-da. and i'm just like I'm like, uh, you just kind of proved my point. So. How did we get here? Exactly. Yeah, like, like, and it, it's like the the whole conversation is really pointless because I could be making the most sense in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, citation after citation after citation. And it will not matter because at the end of the day, they want to play up to so that they don't have to hold themselves accountable. Absolutely. And this is why I say like white women and black men are very similar they're like cousins um (laughs) in terms of like the actual privilege they're like pretty much like right here with each other Mm -hmm. and when it comes to accountability neither one of them likes to do that like they're very good like black men love to talk about how white women will victimize themselves i'm like you do it too you do it too you may not cry (laughs) while you do it but you do it too and what i mean is like white women will like sabotage you and then once you retaliate then they'll start crying black men will like take out all the hurt and anger because of you know the the shit that they go through and will project that onto black women and then when black women are like okay can you not do that like can you channel your your energy like a lot better than that then they'll like make you feel bad and say that you're a white supremacist and you are siding with white men (laughs) for holding them accountable for their misogyny yet these are the ones who are also a fuck white women too yeah like like (laughs) we're a white supremacist because we're calling you out on your misogyny but there's nothing wrong with black men who be fucking white women who say the n-word and shit i just make it make sense it's just like (laughs) make it make sense like i'm just so tired of the conversation like if you notice i do not have this argument anymore Mm -mm. i do not when i when niggas come on my mentions with that shit they get ignored and they get blocked because i'm just like there are plenty of books out there bell hooks got you she got you she got hundreds of books read them if you really care Patricia Hill Collins got you. Uh, Angela Davis got you, but I don't. <laughs> what do you say in terms of like how black men and white women victimize themselves? So it's like white women, they both make themselves visibly the only victim. Oh, yes. It's like black, black men only see themselves as the one who's suffering the most. And it's like, oh, hello, black gays. Oh, hello, black women. Hello, black trans people. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, literally, they think like black, black men and white women are very good about making it about themselves Mm -hmm. like if you leave it up to black men they are the only people in the black community who face racism like when black women kind of bring up that we face racism too they're like oh yeah that is right you are black too (laughs) oh no duh nigga (laughs) and then white women think like that they're the only ones who suffer from sexism and black men think that too Mm -hmm. cough cough (laughs) that hence why they're so taken aback when black women bring up sexism as something that we also face and they're like 
no you don't we're all equal no the fuck we're not like, like oh my god they really they think that sexism is something that just happens to white women like they think that white women are the default of women and i don't give a fuck what niggas say because that is what they think they do because when black women when we say like you know that we're feminists or that we say that we're you know against patriarchy or anything like that they immediately say like Oh, you're 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 a sidekick to white women or something like that. Why did you immediately think of white women when I said that? Why do you equate feminism with white women? Yeah, why did you equate like it's, they do the same thing to black LGBT people mm-hmm. because they associate the LGBT community to white people. Right. They want to conveniently think that the LGBT community is solely white and just completely ignore that there are people of color in it and that there are there are black people in the black in the LGBT community. They like to make the gay community and the black community a two separate communities yeah. <laughs> when they're not. They intersect. I, I legitimately had a conversation with a black man last a couple weekends ago where I was like talking about how the F word, right. <clears throat> the homophobic one. It's not okay to say. And he was like, oh, we can't even say that now? I was like, what? Say that now. I was like, N- what are you talking about? I was like, that was never okay to say. At all. He was like, oh, I didn't know that. I thought that that, that was just the word. I'm like, no. No, shut up. <laughs> even, no, even with, I see it with the D word a lot, too. Yeah. Like, oh, bl- yeah. Black, black men will use it. Just will just like use it so freely. And it's like, uh, you realize that is a slur, right? And they're yeah. Like, and, and it's so weird because they're like, I I, they're like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yeah, they, and they, legit, they, legit, they legitimately think, think that. that. Like, and it's like, they're so far removed from anyone who aren't black men in the black community that they like it's are like, like, wait, what? Like, like, do you not pay attention to people <laughs> in your own community? Like, it's just they're selfish. They it's are just, selfish. just like white women. So, exactly, they're they cousins. Are, that's why. That's why <laughs> I like literally always say that black men have more in common with white women, yeah. and they get really upset. But I'm like, well, you'll y'all, just you'll be all right. Y'all be all right. Y'all, I mean, y'all just y'all, prove y'all, me wrong. Then <laughs> you won't get, suffer. Another conversation I'm tired of seeing on Twitter. 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 Do you know what? This is something I've seen recently. Why do people always question someone's like finances in their living situation? You yeah. see that too? They're yeah. like, because I saw this today on Twitter. They're like, if you're 30 with a roommate, well, you, that's not okay. It's like, yeah. A 30 with a roommate. Um, I've known plenty 30 year olds with a roommates because they live in fucking New York or yeah. LA and it's expensive. That's a good point. That does come up a lot. And it's like, why do you care if they have their own place? They have their own spot. They, they've attained this for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I am someone who's recently moved to an apartment. And it's a lot to do. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, I did a lot in a very short time. Mm-hmm. And I spent a shit ton of money. Yeah. So it's like, don't be hard on them for their living situation. You don't know yeah. what they're going through. You don't know what what type of job they have. You don't know what they're saving up for. Yeah. They, and you got to do shit. Yeah. And also, why is it your business anyway? Right. Stranger on the internet. Real. <laughs> uh, that whole air mattress thing is like kind of funny to me because I'm just like, I mean... Why is it so important that where they sleep? Exactly. Like, I'm just grateful they have somewhere to sleep. And then also, it's just kind of like, it's really classist. It is extremely. Uh, all these conversations are just really, really classist. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it's very interesting seeing people who are, who consider themselves socially aware take part in those conversations. Mm-hmm. It's like shaming people for, you know, sleeping on air mattresses or sleeping on beds with no frames or whatever. Furniture is very expensive. It is. Like, do you know how much a good bed? I just bought a fucking bed frame, a, a headboard, bed frame, and footboard. That shit was seven hundred dollars. Yeah, like <laughs> furniture, even pillows. Yeah, pillows can go up to can literally be thirty dollars. Yeah, pillows are not cheap. They're not like, cheap. I mean, like, furniture period is just not cheap. Like, so, like 
furnishing one's house takes a long yeah. time. I'm still working in my office. This Bruh, is going to be shit for 40 months. Well, my, my parents have, you know, considered really, you know, well-paying jobs. And it's taken them a long time mm. to furnish our house. So, I'm like, can you only imagine a 20-something-year-old? Exactly. Who's like, you know, they already done hit the milestone of having their own place, period. Mm. But now having to, like, you know, try to, you know, furnish it, that's a whole other feat. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really care if, like, people have roommates or shit. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Go to, come to my place. I don't give a fuck. Or we can go to a hotel. Or we can go out, to, so, go, out to, go out in the public or something. Yeah. But it's like, you don't make someone feel bad about something super personal. That's just yeah, so fucked up. Yeah, you really don't know what people are going through. You really don't. My next one is about colorism. Mm. That conversation is another conversation that doesn't really go anywhere. Mainly because people don't really understand what colorism is to begin with. Like, people think colorism is, like, a two-way street, meaning that light-skinned and dark-skinned people can experience colorism, and that's not how this works. Colorism is literally the structural oppression of dark-skinned people, mm-hmm. period. <laughs> period. Like, there is no there is no two-way street. There's no reverse anything. Like, that is literally what it is. When you get to Twitter and you get to people who don't know what they're talking about, the conversation just goes all over the place. Like, dark-skinned people will be, like, validly talking about things that, you know, affect them because of their skin complexion. And you got brown or lighter-skinned people, like, coming in the work works, like, oh, well, we're all black at the end of the day. Like, we're all black is, like, our version of All Lives Matter. Loki. <laughs> like, and I've talked about that on Twitter before because I'm just like, you're trying to dilute the conversation and you're trying to neutralize it so that you, you so you don't have to look inwards you know and recognize the privileges you have as someone who's not dark skin and i just i i wish the conversation was more productive but it can't be more, it can't be productive when people are not going to admit that they're privileged in some sort of way even the the wokest of wokest mm-hmm. people I've seen, I have had mutuals where I've been like, nigga, what? What are you doing? Who don't want to admit that they have privilege because they're light-skinned. Like, because light-skinned people think that once you say that they have privilege for being lighter, they think that you're saying that you don't, they don't, they, they don't experience racism. I'm like, no, ain't nobody saying you don't experience racism. You're still black as hell. But, I mean, because you are lighter, the racism you experience is, gone not, is not as severe yeah, as someone true. who is darker. So... Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's, they're being up to. A lighter skinned person will be called mellow yellow. A darker skinned person will be denied literal things. Yeah. They'll be denied, jo- be denied jobs. <laughs> be denied, like, to move up in places. Given longer, harsher sentences, sentences. Like, especially when dark skinned black women, like, dark skinned black women, they get the, the worst. The worst when it comes to colorism. Like, they, are masculinized all the time. Like Serena Williams mm-hmm. is like the epitome of that. Like she's a beautiful dark skinned black woman, but because she is dark skinned, um, people try to like deny her of her woman womanhood all the time and her femininity all the time. That's why I commend Beyonce for like her for letting Serena be in lemonade and letting her like, you know, frill around, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, twerking and shit. Cause I mean like people always try to deny dark skin when they're womanhood. They're like they always try to make dark-skinned women angry. Like it's like it's like what I said before. Like racism is like the main thing that we experience, but colorism measures it. Like measures how how severe you're going to experience. So yeah, all black women are typecast as angry, but 
when she's darker, <laughs> it becomes even more severe. Like, you know, like the, that massage, that anti-black misogyny becomes even more severe because of how far we lean away from the white standard of beauty. It's very insidious. Mm -hmm. And it's like you almost perpetuate it without even thinking about it. I, it's just like something that we all have to like be honest about, but people don't want to be honest. So I just, I... Oh, child, the colorism conversation is just not fun to have. My third one is the HIV conversation mm. and the STI conversation in general and how we often like demonize it. And there was a very interesting conversation on Twitter today about it, too. I'm mm -hmm. not sure if you've seen it or not. I saw bits of it, it but not the whole it too. Because actually, it started from one of my mutuals, who's awesome. He's funny and hilarious, because he's, he's someone who's HIV positive. Mm -hmm. And he made, a, he made a joke about his own status. Yeah. And he made light of his own status, and people came and just was like, how can you make light of HIV? How can you make this? You, should, you, you want to say this if you have HIV? And he's like, did you check my uh, bio or look at my name? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. where it says that I'm positive, and it says I'm HIV positive and it made me think too is that sometimes with with hiv positive people or people who have stis we not we, we not only demonize them but we kind of almost make them like charity cases mm -hmm. in a way instead of saying like these are normal people who are going to live long normal lives like hiv isn't a scary evil disease like it was before because mm -hmm. we've done the research on it and people need to do more research on it and learn more about it you can live a absolutely normal life i've dated men who are hiv positive and yeah completely fine mm -hmm. and it's just like what someone said too is that we make this very very negative thing but we're denying that people who are hiv plus like freedom to be themselves and be kind of happy and enjoy, enjoy themselves like mm -hmm. with black people we kind of find light in some of the shit that we go through yeah that's how black twitter was created honestly yeah literally we found light and levity and laughs and we laugh at some of the shitty things that we go through mm -hmm. so what if a what if an hiv positive person's like and he made a very benign joke honestly it was mm -hmm. a very benign it wasn't like terrible or anything it wasn't like anything like some other person said that they don't they would they said they were hiv positive so someone could stop talking to them that's fucked up Mm -hmm. He just says something. He just made a joke about his status. That was yeah. like, I'm, this is who, this is, this is what I'm living with. This is who I am, and I'm proud of who I am. Mm -hmm. But we're gonna talk about the negative side of it, of how people, like I said before, people use that to demonize others. People use that and and, and just don't educate themselves about it. Mm -hmm. And it just frustrates me because it's like the information is there. Yeah. It is right in front of you. You should not go to Twitter to get all of your information. You should not Twitter should not be your should not be your library. Twitter the should concept. not be your teacher. Should not Twitter should not be <clears throat> any of that. Twitter is a social media app. It's a literally an app to communicate with others and get your ideas off there. You should not be going to Twitter to learn. It can be used as a stepping stone to learn. Yeah, it can introduce you. It, can, it, should, it should introduce you. It'd be great to introduce you, know, you to certain you, ideas. But you should take that little bit of information you got and take it somewhere else. Yeah. And, and go to a library. Call Google. Literally. <laughs> I am someone by, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was someone who's at one point was very um, ignorant about HIV. Not that long ago either. Maybe like four or five years ago. I didn't know that much about it. I thought it was like a death sentence at mm -hmm. one point. And you know what I did? Got my ass on Google and just did my research. And I was like, whoa, mind blown. Within one day, yeah. My whole attitude about HIV uh, HIV changed mm -hmm. because I did my research yeah. and I didn't. I wasn't a stupid ass fucking idiot about it. Yeah. <laughs> like God is not. It, it is 2019, and I've said this about to, to everybody. It is 2019. There is no excuse for people to say, I didn't know this. There is mm -hmm. no excuse for ignorance. We have access to it literally in our phones. Mm -hmm. 
literally yeah, you in you have our access to Twitter, you got access to Google. You literally have, it, that is definite. You have, if you have <laughs> access to Wi-Fi, you can literally close that Twitter app and get on Safari and look up, you can look up, right. look up things. I do it all the damn time. Yeah. It's not that, it's not, it's not a hard concept to understand. It's not. People get so upset about that when I you do. bring it up. I don't understand why. And they want you to educate them. Like, well, you can't say this. I'm you, not doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing it. You literally, you can just take, I do it all the time. If someone mm -hmm. says something I don't know, I will literally copy that word, bring it to Google and teach myself about it. And that's it. And that's it. That is so, that's it because I don't just stop it there. No, mm -hmm. I like to learn. I like to challenge myself. All right. Do better. Like, I'm just so fucking tired of that. And so tired of stigma STIs. Saying that people who have HIV or STIs are dirty or that, that you know, you can really just get STI from STI. <laughs> <laughs> you can get STI or HIV from just <laughs> one time of having, just one time of having sex. Yeah. With a partner, with somebody you trust. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of people I know is people who have, you've, if they have someone who they trusted. Yeah. So it's like you, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, I do see it some, sometimes in the hetero community, but I see it a lot in the gay community. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you, we got to do better. Yeah. Come the fuck on. We got to do better. So usually we do a question of the week, but right now we're just going to kind of talk about our break and the reason for our break too. Because I give a, go in a little bit more detail about it. So for take two, like I'm doing a podcast weekly is a lot of work. <laughs> it is because we have to, we have to come in, film this stuff. And recently our filming times have been kind of like out of whack because our work schedules and all that stuff too. Mm -hmm. And the next two months is going to be busy. We're putting our noses to the grind, the noses to the ground. I don't know. The ground. The ground. There we go. <laughs> and, um, We'll be working a lot. We're going to be filming a lot next week, next uh, month. And mm -hmm. in August, it's going to kind of like trail off a little bit, but also we're going to start traveling a few times in the end of August. So it's going to be kind of like hard for us to like kind of do this. But it's not like we're kind of taking a break from her being like, oh, we don't like to do it anymore. I think it's great to take some time away for something that you like doing. Mm -hmm. And I definitely use that time to get back into YouTube again, too. Like really get back into YouTube because I tried to film a YouTube video and it looked horrible. <laughs> it looked awful. It looked trash. And I was like, fuck, I just did. I felt awkward with YouTube again. And we also were taking a winter break as well. We mm -hmm. take two breaks. We take a summer break, uh, which is probably two months, and a winter break, which should probably be around a month long, from like uh, maybe mid-December to like mid-January. So we could actually enjoy the holidays. You know. <laughs> and we also take a break for Candace's birthday. We take a week off. So yeah, do you have any plans for the for the for the summer break? Honestly, just to film mm -hmm. a lot. <laughs> um yeah, <laughs> basically what we we're, what we're going to be doing is filming a lot and doing stuff for Rev Films. I'm also working on my online magazine, Clef Magazine. So, and I'll be relaunching it pretty soon. But I have been pretty much trying to, uh, you know, really focus in on that. It's taken me two years to like relaunch Clef, um, but. Hopefully it'll be soon. <laughs> I'm just trying to map everything out. I just, I when I do stuff, I want to do it well. And the first time I launched it, I did it impulsively. <laughs> so, which is very rare for me to do. I'm not usually that kind of person. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much what I'm working on. And also maybe exploring like other business ventures. Mm -hmm. um, but mostly it's going to just be film. And it's just like, 
I, I yeah, I've, we have a lot that we're working on. We have a lot we're working on. So I think this break is going to be good for us too. And I think I know I know it's going to be kind of sad to hear it's not here as for a while. And I know it's going to be sad because since we didn't film, we weren't, we weren't able to post an episode last week. So I'm probably going to do probably just share a lot of my friends' podcasts. Like a lot mm-hmm. of my friends have actually have podcasts, so I may share theirs. Like my friend Dam Dam XX Demi has a podcast called Spilled Milk. Uh, hey Asante has a podcast called If I Were a Rapper. I'm going to share and I also show share older episodes of ours too. So you guys won't you guys won't miss us little bit but when we come back i think we're gonna really be putting our like our all into it and mm-hmm. doing like more videos we'll be filming in a different location in my office <laughs> which should be very interesting and also we'll probably getting our patreon up so we can get more attention and also just get get our names out there more we'll be gone for two weeks we we'll gone for two weeks not two weeks child two months <laughs> we'll be gone for a little <laughs> bit of a minute but it's just for it because we're super busy so <laughs> i guess you guys wish me happy birthday now because it's my birthday in the middle of it i cannot but, no. <laughs> but well, we'll be seeing you guys soon so we'll be moving into our final takes of the week kandase what is your final take of the week um, BET Awards do better mm-hmm. regarding black LGBT people. Leave Megan the Stallion alone. Let her be great. So I'm ready to see Lion King, King and see my girl Beyonce slay, literally. And <laughs> and also I'm tired of the same conversations on Twitter. Can you come up with something different? Come up with something else. Can you come up with something <laughs> else. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. I mirror a lot of that too. Uh Beyonce King's gonna be fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, me- leave Meg the Stallion alone. Let her rap. I'm just, I'm excited for new music. I hope she comes out with something new soon. Maybe like, well, I mean, well, I mean, I've already wore Fever out like a motherfucker. I mean, how many times can I dance to Simon Says? I don't know. Listen. I, Simon Says, put your hands on my hips. My, my hands I'm are putting on, my hands on my it's hips. It's on my hips. It's <laughs> on my hips. And it's, oh, now that concert? Listen, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, a, I'm, I'm going to be a stallionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to, I'm, I am ready. We should go buy cowboy hats. Oh my gosh. We should. Yes. Let's, let's go buy Cowboy Hats. We should. Make them be like, oh my God, uh, these like, niggas. Oh my, <laughs> oh, my, my baby style. <laughs> 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 these fucking ponies <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah um, yeah so BET Awards uh, they were okay but they can do so much more they can push the envelope so much more invite LGBT uh, black people there do more for black women there don't put blue lighting on black girls mm-hmm. damn you even had Yarsha Edie looking ashy right with her sweater I was like girl why are you wearing a sweater in like 90 degree weather <laughs> you know let, like, I'm gonna be, I was like okay I'm gonna let you be great sis. Also, also too um, congratulations to Marseille Martin I think she yes. won and also we totally forgot this congratulations to Mary J. Blood Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the last time achievement. Yes. (laughs) There was a funny moment where she was like, Lil Kim was rapping, and the way she kind of like did her little dance. Yes. Yes. I I was crying. Uh, I was crying. Oh, my gosh. I love how they incorporate her little kick into the choreography. I know. (laughs) Mary J. Blige is looking good. She do. She She looked the fuck good. Our Auntie J. Our Auntie Mary looking great. They're gone with them boots. For real. Them boots. You come out with a a boot line. I know, right? She should. I would buy one. I'm up here. Buy a pair of some Mary J boots. I can't. <laughs> Mary Jane boots. <laughs> Listen, she needs to get on this. For real. For real. So, any announcements? Um, nothing out of the ordinary. Just follow me on social media at DayLawFro underscore. And also subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is DayLawFro. And also, I did launch a new series on my channel today. You did. It's called Flip the Thrift. And it's basically where I revamp and flip things that i've clothes that i've thrifted and it's actually being received very well yeah because you're playing that for a while ago yeah you're talking about that like that was yeah like i've been ago, i've been so. i've been i've been i've been waiting to do this so yeah i'm really excited and i have a lot more in store for my channel so definitely go ahead 
and check out my channel and then follow us at the take two pod and also follow our film page which is rev underscore films so that's it on both twitter and ig same for me. Follow me on uh, Snapchat, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram at Your Best Enemy. U R B E S T E N E M Y. Follow me on YouTube at Omar Bird. That's O apostrophe M A R B Y R D. I am going to use this this little break to return to YouTube, do a few videos. May start do, film a few videos like I used to do, like film like three or four videos at once, and then have, have mm -hmm. one out. That's the move. That's that what is, I do. That is good lord, Somebody, that is the move. Let's, let's make sure this hair. Let's get the best out this haircut. <laughs> but yes. So I'll definitely be coming to come back to YouTube soon, very, very soon. And yeah, I think any announcements that's oh um we'll be at the Direct Fest in Atlanta on August 31st, so right before we come back mm -hmm. to um uh, uh take two. The real direct fest. The real direct fest. The real one. The real one. <laughs> the legit one. And it happens to be the same weekend of ATL Pride. Hey. <laughs> so we'll probably you'll probably see my or see my gay ass there. <laughs> see definitely <laughs> see Candace there. there, our friend Davey there. And yeah, if yeah, if you have mutuals, you want to see us, come up talk to us. Um also, we'll, I'll be, we'll be at Charlotte Pride, too. I think it's August 17th to August 8th, 17th or 18th or August 18th or 19th, whatever. I don't know yet. <laughs> Got to figure that out. So it's about two months away. So, yeah, that will be throughout the summer. And, yeah, should be a good fun time. Let's take two for a little bit. Yes. We'll see y'all in the fall. <laughs> we'll see you in the fall. Bye, guys. And that's a wrap. Bye. Bye. I love how we just talked about Lion King. It goes into how much we stand blue. Yeah, literally. I, I still can't get over her holding on her own. <laughs> that was so random. Blue was like, "Be honest with yourself. You don't stop holding your nose." She's like, "If you do, if you start holding your nose, uh, poor people, poor people. Oh no, gosh, God, it smells like bread. the ghetto, literally." <laughs> oh, Scott, it smells like me. You know, Beyonce was pitching her in the back, like. You don't get your ass together. She's like, if you don't get your ass together, I can, I'll leave a note in the hallway for you, Molly. <laughs> don't play with me. And by the time you read it, I will be, be far, far away. away. Okay. <laughs> On the other side of the house. <laughs>